You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Jason Nitz of Warforged and Spent Case. There's this episode and over 440 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hello, how you doing? Welcome to the Drinks with Johnny podcast. Thanks for being here with me today. Hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. It was an awesome celebration of my birthday for me. And it uh, topped off with a Raiders victory. That's right. The Las Vegas Raiders finally won a game. Uh, they announced it at 3-7. and seven, But hey, it was a good win against those Broncos, those donkeys over there. Um, so <laughs> we're happy today. Uh, very, very happy for the entire weekend, actually. Uh, was able to watch AEW's Full Gear on Saturday with the family. It was an amazing night of wrestling. Topped off with MJF Maxwell Jace, Jacob Friedman winning the AEW World title and keeping himself that heel that I love. So uh, congrats to him and uh, the whole crew over at AEW. Uh, my friend Darby, who we had on a phone call on Friday here on the podcast, uh, had a great match with Sting and Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. It was the return of of the Elite. I mean, it was, it was just a great night of wrestling. If you didn't see it, I know you guys can go uh, find it on the Bleacher Report app and uh, buy the replay. But, um, yeah, it was just an inc- I only bring up all that stuff because I'm sharing with you my weekend. And as I said, I hope you had a wonderful one as well. Uh, this week's episode is actually a few weeks old. We did uh, an in-person chat with Tucker Rule of the band Thursday, L.S. Dunes, and Frank Lara on the future violence. Um, he was actually out on the road coming through uh, on the tour bus and just stopped by the house real quick. Uh, we were short on time and threw it together pretty quick, but it, it was a great chat. It was great getting to know Tucker. I had heard of him before, obviously. I uh, had had some, some uh, passing glances of hellos. But uh, never really sat down and talked to Tucker or knew much about him and his life story. So this was really fun for me. And we do talk a lot about uh, his new band, the LS Dunes, that is with uh, Frank Lero of uh, My Chemical Romance. They got members of Coheed and Cambria. Anthony Green is singing on this. Uh, it's kind of a super group that they put together, and it's really different. It's a very cool-sounding record. You guys got to go make sure you check that out. Uh, we talk a little bit about just touring life, man, and... Uh, you know where we see eye to eye on uh, as musicians. So, uh, without further ado, here is my chat with Tucker Rule. 
What's up everybody and welcome to Drinks with Johnny. Today I have an in-person again. It's, it's wonderful when we could do these in person. Tucker was very gracious and able to make this happen while he's out on tour here in Garden Grove. So thanks for being here, man. Drummer from Thursday and now L.S. Dunes. That's Thank what you we're for having me. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. And just shoot the shit. Yeah, shoot the shit. How yeah. you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. We made it here. This is, yeah. this is good. Under the gun, but it's okay. You yeah. just got into Orange County. Just got in. And like, just stepped right off the bus, right. stepped on an Uber. So I don't even think I actually touched soil yet. <laughs> just pavement. Have you spent a lot of time in Orange County? I haven't, but I always enjoy it when I, when mm -hmm. I come here. I mean, I'm... Dude, I grew up on the East Coast in New Jersey, so I've always been, like, really pumped to get out to the West Coast because I've always wanted to live in California. Like, when mm. I was a kid, it was, it was San Francisco. I was like, I had this dream of moving to San Francisco. But then as I got a little older, and realized that the weather is better here. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is the utopia. SoCal yeah. in Orange County is like, see, even LA for me, I'm not a biggest fan of LA. It's just, there's too many people. It's just yeah. too much going on. Everything is 20 minutes away, which really means an hour, even within <laughs> yeah, the yeah, own yeah. county. I can't deal with that shit. So I just go about 40 minutes south, about an hour south. And it's where we, uh, where I was born and raised. So Amazing. I just fucking love it. So yeah. you're, you have a show tonight in Garden Grove, I right? do, yeah. Is it, where is it at? At the Garden Grove Amphitheater. The Amphitheater, Amphitheater. okay. Yeah. So this, that's a new venue. I don't know yeah. if you know too much about Never it. Never played there. I, I didn't know it existed until I saw uh, Chris Jericho bands Fozzie a few months ago. Oh, crazy. Play there. Um, uh, yeah, Chris hit me up and was like, we're playing this amphitheater in Garden Grove. I'm all, what are you talking about? There's no, <laughs> there's no amphitheater in Garden yeah. Grove. I've lived here my whole life. Yeah. Lo and behold, there's a 600 cap fucking. Yeah, and apparently <laughs> shows go off there, you know. Yeah, which is, which is kind of cool. It's a really so you haven't been there. You, I have not. You haven't even looked at I it. I haven't yet. even looked at it. So you're gonna be <laughs> stoked though, because this is a I I would love to play it one time because it is that amphitheater setting, but um, uh, it so you but it's close and intimate at the same time. Right. So the sound is great, actually, better than a normal amphitheater. Normal amphitheater, you're bouncing off all this Everywhere. concrete. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a nightmare, right? Better sound than that. It's uh, it you, but you still got that stage, that size of a stage and stuff. I think what they use it for is there's a performing arts college there. Yes, there is a school there that yeah. I, I saw. Yeah. So it's and it's in this really cool little area. Anyways, you're gonna enjoy it. Tonight. I'm excited. Like, it's, uh, it's it's really like fun. there's a pit, right? And then there's seats too. Yeah, right? just like a normal seats episode, always like, freak me out. Seats, but, but they're like. But they're like right up in you. That's good. So like you're like that. the seats are like they'll feel. I haven't been on the stage side of it, but I imagine it would feel like you're kind of just looking at the person right there. So that See, makes it really cool. We have older fans now too. They've kind of grown with us, you know. So they, <laughs> some of them might like to sit down. I'm, I got to tell you, man, I like to sit down <laughs> when I go to shows these days. <laughs> same, same. Where'd you guys come in from though? So we were in. We had a day off in Sedona, uh, Arizona yesterday, but I believe the show the night before is in Albuquerque. Okay. Yeah. So you just had a day off in Sedona? Yeah. Have you ever been to Sedona before? I've been through it, but I never stopped. We went, we, I brought some crystals and stuff in the little town, and then we went up to uh, like the peak and watched the sunset, and then we went and had pizza afterwards. So it was like one of those really nice days off that I actually did something rather Dude. than just... Well, that's a beautiful... I, I ask about that. I was just there for the very first time. I'll get back to that. But you touched on something that's... Something that most of the people at home probably don't understand is those days off where you get something like more peaceful yes. and just like relaxing like yes. that. How long have you guys been on the road at this point? Not very long, like it's only been a few days, but we, there's been some brutal drives. I mean, we're on the bus so we get to sleep, but you know, there was one day that we uh, 
literally a 24 hour drive. Um, so Those are brutal. it was brutal. So you wake up and you're just on this tube, you know, and, yeah. and it's close quarters and you really don't feel like that's a day off. So going from that kind of a day off to this kind of a day off was, you know, night and day. Dude. I dread it. I've, those days, how many times did you call your uh, booking agent a day? I avoided. I avoided <laughs> the phone calls because I was upset. Yes. <laughs> you realize, all right, who was the asshole that booked this? <laughs> and you got to be in all day and you're looking around. Yeah. You wake up. The other thing, you don't have a shower on the bus, no. right? I assume. Or like, well, we do, but it's used for show clothes. Just, oh. they, you know, it's one of those that yeah, has yeah, the, yeah. It's the leaky roof shower. You know oh, what it's, mean? Not, so it's, it's not. It's like, not like a star coach no, with like a really no, nice one in no. the back. Yeah. So, I know exactly where that is, man. And yeah. You, you, know, you wake up in the morning after a show and stuff. The last yeah. thing you want to, you just want to go to your space for a minute. Totally. Regroup with your friends in a minute. But yeah. Like, just I just want to go somewhere and get away. <laughs> call my wife. Do whatever it is I have to do, and then yeah. then come back and rejoin the the circus. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I feel for you. That's <laughs> I miss being on the road. It's been a long time for me, but that part I don't miss. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's weird after after the pandemic coming back to touring. You know, that's all I wanted to do when I was home. You know, like I'm sure the same oh, for yeah, you. It's dude. like I want to get back on the road, and then once you get back out, it's different. You know, yeah. you're just like, oh man, I really liked being home. <laughs> you know? So that, so you're telling me that Catch Twenty Two still exists even after all that? Absolutely. <laughs> Damn, Absolutely. I was hoping it fixed it, man. You wake up and you're like, you're on the road, and you're like, yes, and then you're like, man, this is hard. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Well, that's been the the thing the entire. I mean, that's what we all talk about when we run into each other. It's like, it's great to be on the road for a couple of weeks, but it's also, I miss home every time after like 100%. the first little bit. Hundred percent. Right? And I just my daughter's two and a half now, so I was lucky enough to be able for to sure. spend the first two years of her life at home, which would mm -hmm. normally wouldn't happen, oh, yeah. you know? Um, so I'm grateful for that, but it's now harder to leave, you know? Oh, so not yeah. only is it harder to tour because I got used to being home, it's harder to leave a, another human that I created. Of course. <laughs> or oh, I dude, create. I didn't realize you just had a... Yeah. a wow, Right two. at the beginning of COVID. Right, wow, congratulations, yeah. Thanks, man. man, thank you. I know what you're talking about, though. I got a five-year-old son, so when we got off of the road, he was about six, seven months or something like that. Like, I, li I like to make the joke that we... Uh, we were trendsetters in getting off the road before COVID made <laughs> yeah. everybody else off the road. But, uh, you know, so I, I understand what you're talking about, like being home and like being able to be so present for that, for yeah. those early, early years is so cool. Totally. Like, like it's forceful. We don't, you know, we don't wish upon this to happen, but there's silver linings for guys like you and me out, totally. of, out of COVID, right? Yeah. I feel bad when people like you know are, have such horror stories about COVID because I know it is a horror story. But you know, like you were saying, for for me, I was just grateful that I could actually like, you know, be a full time dad because my my wife has a, a great job. She makes more money than I do, so it's you know. Oh, she, she, yeah, yeah, smart yeah. man, dude. Don't yeah. <laughs> so so like you know, being a full time dad was was kind of okay. Yeah, for me at the time because you know she was you know, bringing home the, the bread or whatever. So, right. um, and I, you know, not to get weird cause it's not weird, but like I didn't grow up with a dad, you know, my mom and dad split when I was a kid. So being able to be an active father that mm -hmm. I didn't have for someone that I want to be in right. their lives forever is, was a cool, you know, it's that silver lining. Yeah. I mean, it's not weird. A lot of people out there, like, it's kind of more common than not to have a single totally. parent or, you know, something like that. But it is true. You know, once, and you're not ready for it. Like, there's no books. There's no friends. Yeah. There's nothing that's going to tell you how you're going to feel or how you're going to totally. react. It's kind of, uh, 
you have a kid and you're just kind of like, well, I just do. Like, it just <laughs> yeah, becomes yeah. like, yeah. everyone asks you, like, what have you been up to? You're like, I don't fucking know. I just do. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> and I'm one of those people, like, I, I, you know, I always wanted to, you know, get married and, and do that. But starting a family was never, like, something I was like, oh, I want to be a dad. You know what yeah. I mean? It was like, my wife, I remember she, we came to a crossroads and she's like, listen, we're either going to get motorcycles and be those people or we're going to have a child. What do you want to do? And I was like, motorcycle? <laughs> so, but you know, and like you said, that you know, things happened, and then all of a sudden it's like she's born, and I'm like, oh yeah. shit, you know, like, roll. how do I do this? Yeah. And it's like, like anything else, you just figure it out as you go as along. Because there is no book, there's tons of books. Yeah, but they don't, but they, they don't really apply. Because that's the thing is to me, I'm learning, you could maybe attest to this, is uh, it, it, it humbles you and makes you realize so many things in your perspective when you have a child and realize just how different every person is and has a different perspective. Like, it really made me think about, I just thought, like, well, even if he's right beside me, he's got the same perspective I do, and it's like, nah, dude, everyone, like, it's as unique or more than a fingerprint, you know? Totally. That, that perspective. I could never, we always like to say we put ourselves in someone else's shoes. You never really can, because totally. that, there's so much that goes into shaping that, and it goes into that when you look at a child, you're like, Wow, this is a completely different perception yes. that just came into into being. And they have a vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not like you're just, you know, talking to like a a stuffed animal. You know what I mean? Like they they are being shaped and you can yeah. see them and you can watch the wheels turn and it's crazy when they start understanding like what is going on. It's like the coolest thing. Yeah. Man. Well, another silver line that came out of uh, the pandemic for you was yeah. uh, the, the form of this uh, project, Ellis Dunes, man. Yeah, yeah. So it said, uh, I, I did a little bit of uh, research of what, what I could from the band a little bit. Listen to the record. It's great. We'll get Thank into production you. on that in a second. Um, but yeah, like, sounds like you guys were just hanging at home and started a text chain. And yeah, and yeah. Basically just from old buddies you uh, toured with and played with. I know yeah. Frank you filled in for Mike yeah. for a bit uh, yeah. a while back. Dude, it was crazy, man. You know, like I said, COVID hit and, you know, I was like, what am I going to do? You know, I, I have this, this newborn, but like she's so attached to her mother that like, you, you remember those times when, oh, yeah. you know, you're kind of just like a dude that's in the house. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy some recording gear. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, cause I feel like this is gonna go on for a while. So I'm gonna figure out how to like remotely make music. So I scoured YouTube, figured out what to buy and, and how to set up mics. And I called some friends and figured that out. And what did you end up running? Not to go off topic. I did, I did uh, Apollo X8P, Universal Audio. Okay. And just Pro Tools and just nice. a bunch of scattered different microphones, Sennheiser, nice. Warm Audio. Um, and I just taught myself and you know, was like, all right, I'm gonna, I wanna do sessions. I wanna do remote sessions. And, you know, that was cool for a minute, but I, I kind of didn't have a lot of time to get out to the garage. My studio's in my garage at home um, because the baby would wake up and I'd have to take over. So, like, right. doing actual sessions wasn't gonna work out because I can't just, like, rush it. So I, I decided, like, oh, I wanna, I wanna, like, make music with my friends because I feel like bouncing ideas off of one another is, is you know, less time consuming and I'm, I'm not getting paid for it. You know what I mean? So I don't yeah. feel like I owe anything to anybody. And um, yeah, so I was like, man, I, I, Tim and I are very close friends. Tim plays on Thursday with, with, right. with me and um, he's our bass player and he makes me a better drummer. So I was like, I definitely want to 
write music with him. I, I saw you said that a couple of times about Tim, and I, yeah. was, I was very curious, not to cut you off again, yeah, but no. I was curious about that because for me, it's always been the other way around. I really feed off the drummer, and I just, that, 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 that's a, at least in my, in my perception, that's a, that's a different uh, dynamic than I'm used to hearing about. Yeah, dude, it, it's, it's weird because I, I always write to the guitar riff, mm. and I never had to worry about the bass. You know what I mean? Like I never had to worry about him locking in with me mm -hmm. because he just, the way he plays is just so intuitive and like he gets what I'm doing and I get what he's doing. So it's like I never had to worry about like being tight with the bass player, Yeah, which was a crazy thing. And um, he would then follow me on the riffs. You know what I mean? Like if I'm, if I'm writing a drum part, like angular to the guitars, he's like, oh, he's I get it. Yeah. And he would yeah, just yeah. follow. And so it's, and in this band, he actually wrote a lot of, a lot of the songs came bass line first. Like it just, that's interesting. Yeah, that's cool. so it was a different way of writing. Um, and then like Frank uh, has been a good friend of mine for a long time and I played in the Future Violence with him mm -hmm. um, and his brother-in-law Evan. And I just, I, I, don't, I don't ever want to be in a band without Frank again. He's just, we, we just bounce off each other musically really well. And uh, you know, he's just a great person to be around. And even when I recorded the drums for the record, we, we recorded with Will Yip, I actually brought Frank with me. I was like, dude, you need to come with me because I, I need yeah. your like, your juju and your ideas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, tell me what fills you think are cool. Cause like, I'm in the room, you know, I'm doing oh, it's it. always, it's so hard to be uh, subjective, right? About yeah. your own shit, like, and be yeah. like, like, and kind of take yourself out of it, right? Yeah. Cause you know, as a drummer, I'm, I'm like trying to come up with these cool fills, you know, mm -hmm. and some of them don't fit. You know what I mean? I want to know what fits. Right. You know, I want, I want to, I, they always say when you get older, you play more for the song. You know what I mean? And I was always, mm -hmm. always like, fuck that. You know, <laughs> I want to I I show what I can do. Yeah, I want to show what I can do. And then I realized that I can't do what I'm thinking in my head all the time. <laughs> so um, I need that outside guidance to be like, yo, just be my tastemaker. Yeah, you know what I mean? There you go. Help me write drum riffs. Yeah. So, so and so Frank was the only one uh, with you? So yeah. And, and does that mean that like everybody kind of recorded their parts isolated and brought yes. it all together with, uh, I'm sorry, what was the producer's Will name? Yip. Will Yip. And he did yeah. uh, like or uh, Code Orange and Code Orange, stuff. Turnstile, uh, does all the Circa records. Oh, he's had all the Circa records. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. he's, he's like multi-instrumentalist, like one of those dudes that's like, why are you so talented? Right. You know, and he can, he's like wicked producer, so. That's rad. Yeah. Um, yeah, Travis and Tim both recorded at home mm -hmm. and reamped it in the studio. Uh, will will reamp their, their stuff to you know kind of add some new flavors and then frank recorded in the studio with will but yeah we all kind of went separate because of schedules covid this that the other thing mm -hmm. um but a lot of this stuff was done in our home studios right you know and we just had these full fleshed fleshed out demos that we sent to will and he made a few changes here and there and put his you know his spin on things and you know so we all re-recorded to that that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's, that's cool. A lot of people might not know uh, at home, some of the layman's might not know what reamping is, too. So it's uh, for those, like, you basically, you took what you did digitally at home or whatever the case may be, however you recorded, put a mic in front of it, whatever, and then replayed it through some cabinets in a live room, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then, and then re-mic that. Re-mic that. And, and then, then, that's interesting. Put whatever stuff on top of it, you know. To, to make, give it that sound. Because yeah. I'm glad we're getting into the production kind of naturally here, because that was some, something that I gravitated towards when I was listening to this record. Um, 
Oh, what's going on, everyone? Brando here. Haven't been around for a while because I am busy. You know, I'm working five jobs to feed ten kids, and when it comes to dinner, I'm just looking for an easy way out. But there is a great thing that I have found to make my day a little easier. Factor Meals. Right now, I've got a black pepper and sage pork chop. I'm going to eat it right here on air with you because I want you to hear in real time how good this thing really is. So... It's got a nice little sauce on it, nice grill marks. Like this thing is ready to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, 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 shoot. This is some quality, quality pork right here. The nice thing is, it's healthy. The amount of protein in this meal is broken down for me on the side of the package. I don't even have to worry about it. I know once I eat this whole thing, my macros are gonna be in balance. This is, this is what I need. This is good, oh my God. It took two minutes for me to microwave this thing. All I had to do was sign up. Meals get shipped right to my house every week. They have a wide selection to choose from. Dude, they had dill-crusted chicken. They had chili. If you want to check it out, head over to factormeals.com slash drinkswithj50 and use code drinkswithj50 to get 50% off. That's code drinkswithj50 at factormeals.com slash drinkswithj50 to get 50% off. Yeah, I know, it's a mouthful, but so is this meal. So I'm gonna keep eating it because, man, this is good. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you wanna listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one -on -one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. Man, it's, it's really cool when I get to hear a band not so overproduced, I guess, is, is yeah. what, like, like, you can tell your drums specifically are in a live room and you guys have uh, room mics. Yeah. I love that that dissonant sound that that really it's that natural reverb. It's that it's the big sound totally. without you know compressing it to right. get it that big sound, which is weird to me that compressing it gets it. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole that's, other fucking thing. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> publishing. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean explain uh, the process for uh, how you guys were miking everything and specifically what the vision was for the drums that start there. Well Will's studio um, is amazing. Um, the drum room is fantastic and there's a lot of records that were made back in the day there like boys to men and stuff like that it's it's awesome. like a historic studio in in Conshohocken uh Pennsylvania right near Philly um oh, and and, and we okay. knew as a band like it's it's drums guitars bass and vocals you know what mm -hmm. i mean there's no there's no like crazy pedals that are going into it or anything like that we just kind of wanted to write you know write like punk songs you know with you know rock punk whatever you know whatever you want to call it yeah just quick and dirty you know what i mean so i think we captured we wanted to capture the vibe you know what i mean everybody says that yeah. um but i think i really feel like we did and um yeah will like i said will's got the ear and he he knows what's up and you know so i put the heads on i tuned him up I chose oh, you, the you, snares you, you tech yourself i tech myself but awesome. i you know he's the, the the visionary so right. i just let him kind of do whatever he had to do was it a lot of like you're in there tuning in and you're like is that okay well <laughs> it, 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 it strangely it wasn't it was like how's this and he's like oh it's cool and i was like all right well I oh guess, wow let's start the first song you know what i mean that's so, rad just and i love that i love yeah. that kind of stuff oh, dude, it takes it's so funny because that's like little pressures but a lot of them can amount up and then you're thinking about that while you're playing you don't want to be thinking about that shit while no. you're playing 
No, yeah. it's like somebody giving you a guitar to, to play on this this song, and you're like, yeah, well, that's not that's not what I do. That's not what I do. It's not my guitar. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, like, totally. Or like this different brand of strings. Like, well, these aren't the strings I play. Like, right, I want, right, I want right. to be me. And know? then you have to think about how yeah. do I make this? How do I make this me? Totally. You know, right? yeah, yeah. So it's like it's that added step with our brains. I think that like you don't want to mess with. A hundred percent. And you're already. I say this all the time, and it's a crazy thing to say, but you're the worst at your songs when you record them. Oh, you know what I mean? God, so over and over, I I hate recording. I hate it because <laughs> I, I love it and I hate it. I like it, but playing the songs, but I hate fucking yeah, recording. But you're the worst at them. Like you're you're it's yeah. it's it's so given you know when you're not in a comfortable zone, playing a song that you barely know yeah. to record forever. You know what I mean? It's it's. it's you want to make it as comfortable as possible. Uh, I absolutely. guess what I'm saying. <laughs> absolutely. I'm glad you talked about uh, the punk rock and, and getting the energy, basically the vibe, whatever the kids are saying these days for the same fucking yeah. thing. Uh, like, you guys got it on it. Like, and that's why Thank I was, you. that's especially why I was surprised that you did it all individually at different yeah. studios because a lot of times, you know, you might want to do not necessarily a Rage Against the Machine thing where everyone's in the, in the same room doing that. That doesn't, typically work anymore, whatever, for whatever reason. Yeah. Most, most people just don't do that anymore. Um, and, but you, you obviously you got the live room for the drums, reamping everything. Um, do you know a lot of what uh, Tim was doing on the bass? Because for a bass player, I was listening to that and I was like, it just gives me like old rad vibes of like putting a Sansette pedal in front of a classic Ampeg head. Pretty much, that's exactly what it was. Okay. Yeah, that, cool. That's his vibe. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. And it sounds great. It compliments yeah. that, that real... A real uh, natural sounding drum, yeah, really, really well too. Thank you. And yeah. it, uh, overall, I'm just listening to the production of this is why I wanted to get there is because I was just like, it just sounds natural. It has that energy. There's nothing. There's no frill. There, you know, in in a great way. You're letting Anthony's vocals sit where they need to in that because of that. If you were competing in that high, 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 high yeah. range. You get you start stepping on that shit, and he's got that high range naturally. Totally. Let it fly. Yeah. You know? So it's like everything just comes together. It reminds me of a record that, in a timeless sense, could have been fifteen years out. You know, like yeah. it, this record could have been released fifteen years ago, and it would still stand up and sound the way it does now. Well, thank you, man. That that means a lot because I, I played on a lot of records. I'm sure you have as well, and I. This is my favorite one that I've done so many far. But this is my favorite one so far, and, and I think it is for that reason because, I mean, I'll be honest. We wanted to record in a, in a room together. We wanted to do that whole thing, but mm -hmm. we just couldn't. couldn't. Yeah, because you guys were doing it just during the pandemic. During the pandemic, okay. it started in in 2020, and I think we recorded at the end of 2021. So this was like in it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And these were this. Parts were being sent around, and it was the reason why we all woke up in the morning. You know what I mean? Like. You go to bed and you're like hoping somebody come send you a riff the next day so you can start mm -hmm. working on it. Cause like not that we like we were desperate, but I was definitely desperate to work on music. Definitely oh, desperate because yeah. I'm hearing people be like, "Oh yeah, like music's done. You're gonna have to find a new job." And it's like, dude, I've been working on this forever. Yeah, I've been, I've been playing drums for my whole adult life. What do you mean find another job? Exactly. I, I, I've, <laughs> I've devoted so much time to exactly. this. I have no other skill set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how to do anything else. You know what I mean? I'll never forget one time I, I, I played on Late Night Seth and I was really nervous beforehand and a friend of mine came to the show and was like, hey, you all right? And I'm like, I don't know, I'm kind of tripping out. Yeah, it's sweaty palms. And he's like, don't worry, man. He's like, this is the only thing you're good at. And I was like... <laughs> that's a good, that's a good one to put in yeah, the back I, pocket. I feel, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like, that's all right, I guess one. I got this. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, so when, when people are telling you like, oh, you know, you're gonna have to find another line of work, it's like, I'm gonna throw away everything that I am. Right. Because somebody, you know, so I, I basically creating a band when people are telling you music is dead was fucking insane. Yeah. But I'm glad we did. Dude, I, I think that's great that you guys had that. I mean, for, for everyone who went through a lot of different things, everyone had to find a new way to get by, right? Totally. And for musicians, it was a different way, you know, and not, and not to minimize other people's or raise up other people's. It's all just fucking different people. We don't need to complain about whose suffering was worse. Um, but at the end of the day, like, yeah, that was your identity is kind of, that you've built up your entire life is kind of in jeopardy. Totally. And that's, that's very scary. That's the unknown that we could all relate with of what does this look like? Totally. You know, and... Uh, you could end up having a midlife crisis and starting a podcast, or you can uh, you could uh, have a band uh, with some buddies and uh, and just start. I mean, that must have been so exciting and like therapeutic, right? Because For I mean, sure. you need something. You know, you can't just sit there and twiddle your thumbs. Even if these songs never saw the light of day, it's the challenge of writing with different people and 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 remaining creative and and being inspired by other people to you know, like. I don't know if somebody sends you a drum beat and you know you have to run upstairs and grab your guitar and play along to it. Yeah, like that's what you're you know you're searching for. You know what I mean? Like like that's that's kind of what the journey was during this pandemic was like raise my kid and like be inspired by something other than watching the news and seeing how fucking horrible everything okay. is and all the tra tragedies that are going on. You know what I mean? Because that's there. And yeah, and that's and it's gonna always going to be there. Yeah. Whether there's a pandemic or not, that's still there. Yeah, yeah. but I'll tell you what I'm not going to do is get a another fucking job. Because, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, this dude, is what I do. Well, that's, This is what we do. Exactly. And back to that, though, real quick. Like, it's not... When someone approaches you, I, I couldn't even imagine someone saying that to me be, because it would just be like... It not only why would I give that up and it was, I would literally be like, well, I don't, I can't do anything else. I, yeah. I've, I'm, I'm 37, I'm going to be 38 here soon. This has been my entire life. Yeah. Well, everyone else was developing another skill. This totally. was what I was doing. I don't get to just, well, well, now I'm going to start a whole new skill. <laughs> but the thing is, you could if you wanted to. You're an able-bodied, yeah. smart person. Sure. However, you've drained all of your stuff into this. You know, you've put yeah. everything you have into this. So it's like, this got you all of this. You know what I right, mean? And right. it's, it's you, you wake up fulfilled because A, your family, but B, you've created something that you could be proud of. Right. So it's, it's really hard to take that juice and start something all, you know. Because there's never going to be anything as fun as being in music. Right. In my, in my point well, of view. Well, yeah, and your point of view and your perception, like that's, that's what it is for us. It's not like, it's just, we probably would have done it regardless. It, it, I always say, like, when it came down to music for me, if I failed at it, the failure would have just been, I'm in a cover band on the weekends. Doesn't mean I'm not going to play music. Still would have ripped. Yeah. <laughs> I would have fucking ripped in a cover band ripped. on the weekends, man. <laughs> Big old beer gut, yeah. having a normal nine to five during Hell the week. Yeah. Why the fuck not? Yeah. I got the beer gut anyway, so, you know. <laughs> but, uh, no, dude, it, it, it's, it's awesome to talk to. It's, it's why we started doing the podcast. I say we got to buddies that usually are here with me, but uh, that's why I started this, really, is because I like hearing the, the, I like getting to know other musicians like like yourself that we've, you know, we crossed paths, but never totally. actually, like, sat down and, like, had a conversation about how you feel about music. Right, you know? right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, it's wild that the first time I had ever seen you guys was on Warp Tour. You guys did one show, 
uh, for, it was like a nighttime set at one of the one of the Warped Tours. I don't even know what year, maybe 2006 uh, or something. Yeah. It was like a special occasion that you guys came and played. So that was the first time like we were in each other's orbit. Right, right, right. And then, right. I, you know, I feel like we've in a, weaved in, in and out. Yeah. And I love Brooks. Brooks is a, a buddy of mine. Oh, you know Brooks too? Yeah. Ridiculous drummer. Everybody knows fucking Brooks, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> fucking he's, he's, a, he's a shredder, man. Yeah. He's doing good. Uh, I'll tell him you said hi. Definitely, please do. Yeah. He's just uh, up, the, up the road. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll come by and see the show tonight at, 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 the, at the amphitheater. But uh, back to that real quick. We're, you're on tour. Um, you guys are kind of, I mean, obviously you're, uh, your guitarist Frank from <laughs> My Chemical Romance and everything as well. Um, and you know from Future Violence, the, the project you guys had together as well. You're on the road together right now. Yeah. Obviously, my cam is in the is in the swing of things too. Yeah. You're, you're finding these gigs in between, right? Yeah. Is that and how is that working out so it, far? I know you kind of started with the. It's been great, man. It, it it's cool. Like, so like New York, for example, we played Barclays Center with them, right? And then mm. the next day, Thursday, did a little headlining show at St. Vitus, which is like a tiny rock club, you know. So it's we're 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 doing that like biggest thing, littlest thing, you know. So okay. it's it's kind of crazy, um, and a lot of fun, and and. You know they're at the forum. I think tonight for the next five nights or whatever. And and tonight's know. the day, the night off. Oh, tonight's the night off. I've been watching because I've been trying to figure out which show. Like it's been all week and I've been busy, but I'm like, all right, there's two left. It's Friday and Monday. I got to get out to one of them. So yeah. I mean the forum's about an hour away. It's yeah. Not that big of a deal. So I want to, and I haven't seen any of those guys. Make sure you tell Frank I said hello. Absolutely. I haven't seen well. him since probably 12 years ago at least. So it's been it's been a minute. It's crazy how you make these friends very early on in our industry, and mm -hmm. then everybody starts touring, you know, and and you go different directions. Like you're you're weaving in and out of one another, but right. you really can go five, ten, twelve years without seeing people that you've connected with in this industry. Right, right. It's, it's just so wild. I, I'm sorry, I, I keep uh, digressing on no, no, no. different things, but yeah. So you're finding all these different. Uh, you guys are playing. Did you say you were playing with Kemp too? Yeah, we're, some of the some of the dates. We're doing so. We, we play the forum with them on the fifteenth of October in a couple of days. Okay, um, that's tomorrow. You're just waking up, so I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Yes, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what day is it? Uh, but yeah, we so it, we had to fill in these days because I think Taking Back Sunday uh, is on with them right now, mm. or was last was, last was, night? Was, yeah. Um, so. You know, we join with them again tomorrow, um, but we have to fill in these days or else we're just out here. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and economically, costs yeah, yeah. you're paying for bus. Yeah. Buses are expo yeah, yeah. Uh, expensive. <laughs> yeah. Human beings are expensive. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And that's like, you, know, like uh, you, got, you got a lot of space in between. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. Filling it in with, uh, with some Ellis with, Dunes yeah. and, and some Thursday stuff. Yeah. How's, how's that? How, How's that been, basically? It's been great, man. It's it's really busy. Like the first day of this leg of the tour um, was Aftershock Festival, which MCR headlined. Um, but Thursday played in the afternoon, then Dunes played in the evening. So wow. it was like I did a double header, which I love to do because I'm fucking insane. I was gonna say, you're, you're not, as a drummer, you like to do Dude, double headers. The day before, I'm always psyched, but the day of, I'm like, fuck, what have I done? Yeah, burn some extra calories, yeah, yeah, I guess. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but no, it was great, man, and it's, it's a lot of fun. And, and it's one of those things where, like, we want LS Dunes to be full-time, so these are the sacrifices that we have to make. Okay. You know, Frank's done double duty for this band. I've done double duty. Travis will do double duty. You know, yeah. we're, we're all, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, we're getting it in where we can, and, and you know, if we need to round peg in a square hole, we're going to fucking do it. That's yeah. rad. So you guys are that, like, 
gung ho with this. This isn't so the people at home know. It's also this isn't just like a side project that you're letting go away that formed during COVID. No. And it's just you're. It. I mean, I, I guess probably for some of the reasons we were talking about, it really helped you guys therapeutically. It's got to mean something more than that, right? Dude, that that's the thing, man. It started out as this little thing that we were just doing to to dust the cobwebs off, you know what I mean? And then it turned into something that we were like, oh, this is this is a lot of fun. And, and like you said, this is therapeutic. And then it was like, I'm obsessed with this. And I this is an addiction to play music with these people. Mm. And then we had these songs and they were good. You know what I mean? It was mm -hmm. like, well, now that the record, the music has taken over, you know what I mean? We don't have a choice in the game anymore. You know, so it's, it sounds corny, but that's the fucking God's honest truth. You remember yeah. being 20, writing songs and being so stoked, you know, and then you get into your thirties and it's like, this is what I do. I still love what I do. And then, you know, I'm, I'm 40, 43 right now. And I, oh, shit. Uh, I uh, was literally like, I'm fucking, great, thank you. Thank you. I'm like, I'm obsessed with music again. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's full circle changed my life. Yeah, dude. It's so cool to hear. And, and I'm, I'm glad that you guys are pushing forward with this. Like, I know that, so, the L.S. Dunes name was kind of brought up when uh, I guess you guys were passing stuff back and forth to Anthony mm -hmm. with the 2022 song, right? Yeah. It's my understanding. So why Dunes? I know it's kind of LSD is like the, yeah. the main thing there. You guys were saying something about that. We rearranged your song and made it like your song on LSD, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So um, I guess why, why Dunes to put in that D and... Uh, no, that's one of those like corny questions, right? No, but, but like it's I'm curious. <laughs> people people need to know this because it, it's it's when you're starting another band this right, late in the right. game, every fucking name is taken. Yeah. You know, there's there's only so many words in the dictionary that you could take this and slap it together and make yeah. a, a you know a, a, a name. So you know, we kind of came up with dunes. That was the first thing. Mm. You know, because it for okay. some reason this the music gave us like kind of a desert vibe. You know, a little bit of like the, you know, more of a rock kind of desert, you know, kind of thing. And so Dunes was, was one of the names passed around. And then Anthony was like, oh, man, what if we just called it like, like LSD, like LS Dunes, sort of like an author's name. You know? oh, and then we kind of okay. got into the idea of like, oh, that's cool. Like Past Lives by LS Dunes, you know, so it was almost like a, an R.L. Stein or a T.S. Eliot or something right. like that. So, um, but yes, mostly because... LSD, we, yeah. you know, it's just a trip. That's, I mean, I hate to keep throwing out these weird things, but it's no, a trip it's, to, to yeah. start a band. It's a trip to love the music, and it's a trip to Yeah, to start this band to with, do it. with your friends that each, each member has had a successful career in music yeah. and crossed paths along the way. It's a super group, you yeah. know, in so many respects. The, the way it's coming together, everything that you just described is... It's not normal, yeah. so it's, it's, it's a trip. Yeah, it's a total trip. <laughs> From minute one, this, this is, is not normal. You yeah. know what I mean? When you're, you know, it was created in the fucking cloud. Right. Like legitimately but, created in the cloud. Like, who thank would, God who for that, Dropbox. Who, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's what we do here. Yeah. Like, it's fucking amazing. And man. like learning how to file share, like that, I am not good on technology, <laughs> but like file sharing honestly was the hardest part of this whole entire job. Uh, I guarantee <laughs> you right now, my director who's editing all this is laughing his ass off because he knows exactly how it's, the struggle has been real Dude. in the last couple of years of doing this. Yeah. He's in Pittsburgh. I record everything and send it to him. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> you never know. You never know, man. You never know. It's crazy. It's, but it, back to the, the, the title and everything and past lives as well. 
Really cool title for Thank you. going back to the fact that you guys have been in music in the industry for you know a couple of decades now and had successful careers in it. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, that kind of plays off of where you're going, right? Totally. It started out as a song title that Tim, our bass player, threw out and, and very quickly was like, okay, this is the working title for the record. And, and I think that all of us in the back of our minds were like, this is the title of the record. Um, because yeah, it, it really does kind of harken back to like, yeah, this is, you know, we've done a lot to get here, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and just being grateful to be able to, to, to continue to write music and to have figured out how to file share and do yeah. all that stuff that we're not good at. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of just talking about how grateful we are to be able to do what we do and, and, and to be able to take it from the past into the future, you know? So. Right on. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey you, do you have any plans this year? Ha! How's that going? Do you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at 2 020-d.com, soundtalentmedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app. No, I love everything about that. It's a cool project. As I said, we put all this together, like, literally from yesterday. You found out you were coming here, and you're like, let's fucking do it. I'm so glad we were able to do it Same. in person. We got to move on from the music, though, for a second. Cool. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit more, but as we're talking about LSD and stuff, is it more of a concept of LSD for you guys, or, or are you... Do you partake in hallucinogens? I don't. I'm I'm sober. Anthony's sober. Okay. Um, it's it's just it's kind of one of those things where it's like, man, we've we've lived crazy lives. You know what I mean? So it's. You, have you ever? I mean, or I have. Okay. I have. I've done mushrooms and stuff like that, and and it's great. It's just I I like I eat edibles every once in a while, but I don't like being out of control anymore. Like drinking, I was like I felt out of control. Right. And um, so I never really did the the. The psychedelics or anything like that, but um, yeah, I, I'm definitely more motivated when I'm straight in, right. the, in the mind. Yeah, I think I think if we're all honest, most people are. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I struggle with that too. Like uh, uh, I right now I'm at the end of a six month uh, uh, sobriety check in my life that I'm doing. Um, Good for you. Thank you. Uh, but it, it's more so like you said. Um, I got to a certain point in my life where I realized I was just out of control. Totally. And not in the sense of like, I need to stop this forever. It's more like, I need to figure out, like, I don't want to be out of control anymore. Yeah. You know, like, you got to figure like, out that relationship right. to it. And, yeah. and our job allows us to, to do that. Yeah, you know, we, like, we could do whatever we want. Do whatever you want. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's the part that like, a lot of, uh, you know, people with normal jobs, mm -hmm. we'll do the quote, air quotes there. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, you know, gotta you got to wake up early and you got to, you know, you're kind of, in that hamster wheel of, you know, you, got, you have to do a certain thing at a certain time. And like for us, it's, you know, we wait all day for that hour and a half on stage. Right. You know what I mean? And then you're done. 
And then what do you do? And then what do you do? And then you're home from tour, and then what do you, you know? And that's, that, that's, that's what I'm really getting to there is like that balance between everything. Having a kid, as, as you know now too, like it's, they get to, they start to grow up and you don't want them to recognize that you're a sloppy mess at the totally. end of the night, you know? Totally. So it's like, I've lived that part of my life. I'm not gonna stop doing what I do, but all together, but I need to find a way to, 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 to yeah. put it all together. Totally, you, as you, as you, you gotta live older. in the solution, not yeah. the problem, you <laughs> know what I mean? That's a great way of putting that, I yeah. like that. And if you, if you can develop a healthy relationship with it, more power to you. you yeah. know? I don't think I can. You right. know, I, I never drank before I played, ever. Like that no, was that's my, smart. That was my, for my whole entire career. But it was afterwards, I would, the first thing I would do is run off stage and grab a beer. And then I'm fucking playing catch up. And then did I'm, you ever? Did you ever? Did it ever start to creep into the set where you'll be outside stage and have a beer during the set? I would bring one up, um, but I would spill it. On purpose? Not on purpose. Okay. Like, you know, one song in the <laughs> riser starts riser moving, and okay, it's like, gotcha. and like, you know, You're like what the fuck's the point now? Yeah, the stage hands are like, <laughs> fuck. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I, I just, I, I'm one of those people that I, I. I tried to play high one time, and I was like, "This is fucking great! I'm killing it!" And everyone was like, "What are you, you know?" Doing? I get the I get the look. Yeah. You know, you know, you know the look. Yeah, when it's yeah, like, yeah. You um, You're like, "Oh, uh, yeah, fuck." Yeah, I, guess, <laughs> I guess I actually should not be doing that. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, I, I so I'd be playing catch up to like, and then all of a sudden I'm the only one awake at three in the morning in the front lounge of the bus, you right. know, being like, "Where's everybody?" Yeah, and I'm like doing a shot of. Whiskey. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, it's hard. I mean, it, even without the booze or without anything, like, I mean, just completely sober, it's hard to turn that off after you get off stage for a while. Yeah. Like, a lot of people are like, well, you know, you're done at, like, 11 o'clock. Why are you up till 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning? Like, yeah. I just, well, like, that was my wake up. Yeah, <laughs> you're jacked up, too. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my morning. You can't, people who don't play music or have never been on stage don't understand that what how much it feeds you in a, in a oh, crazy yeah. way and like you know you're you're like we said before you're waiting all day for that hour hour and a half on stage mm -hmm. and then once you get it you're like it's the craziest experience ever and then you're supposed to go to bed right after that yeah you know it's it's your your it's, it's your whole being that. is fed at that point yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. And you're like well that's another reason why I'm glad you were able to come here so early too I appreciate being flexible in that time and getting right of off course. the bus because like that's that's tough, but back to the hallucinogens real quick. Uh -huh. um, I, I was curious about that because through my journey with stuff and midlife crisis, all that, uh, you know, being home for so yeah, long, yeah. Um, there's more, more and more studies about like stuff like, you said mushrooms, like psilocybin and stuff like that that is actually being very beneficial sure. for people. I mean, Aaron Rodgers famously talking about his, his uh, time off and stuff, which I really commend, and he actually came out and said that as a professional athlete because Done correctly, like I started doing hallucinogens for recreation way too fucking young. Let's be honest. But at a at a point when your belt when your mind is developed to a certain point, you're doing it for a real reason. You're not just eating an eighth of fucking mushrooms totally. to get fucked up. Like, yeah, you can microdose throughout. And yeah. there are ways to do it. We're not. I'm not advocating that. We. I'm sorry. I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm not advocating that people go out and just get fucked up on hallucinogens. But there is. There's. There's good things that we're finding about them, especially totally. when you talk about psilocybin. Psilocybin is something that's grown here on, on the planet. Yeah, yeah. DMT is something that's grown here on, on the, the planet. fucking planet. Yeah. You know, it's like, now that, of course, there's poisons that are grown here on the planet, too, that sure. kill you. But it's, 
within reason, you're kind of looking at it in a new way. There's places, well, there's states in this country that are starting to legalize psilocybin. Sure. So it's, uh, it's interesting that you guys went with, to me, it, it all brings it back to this LSD kind of thing. I know that's LS Dunes, and now that you point out the author thing, I'm glad you did, because yeah. I was like, <laughs> now that makes a little bit more sense, but I was just curious about that, because um, you said you've done it before, you're sober now. Yeah. Um, when you hear all this stuff, because everyone, everyone fucking has a phone, hears about this shit. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on all that? I mean, it's a journey, you know what I mean? Like, and especially when it comes to the LSD part of, of naming the band that, it's, it's, it's all about, you know, everything up until now. You know what I mean? It's, it's part of the journey. And I think, like, when it comes to a psilocybin and all that stuff, like, when you do the research and you figure out how to do it mm -hmm. and what works best for you, I mean, I think, like, like you said, there's so many benefits to all of this stuff if, if you do it right. Right. You know, it's, it's when, when we were young and we did it wrong that <laughs> is the problem. <laughs> when you ha yeah, when you do it to the point where you have a bad trip, you d you've ever done <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, you, but that's the, that's, a, that's the craziest thing because with the, um, the new thing to me, microdosing, I was like, where the fuck is microdosing? You got to have a little pill or a little chocolate. Yeah. And then my buddy's like, Dude, you don't need to do that. You can buy the eighth and still just like have a little. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, wait, yeah. wait, that's possible? Yeah, you don't have to finish the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, like, I've been doing it wrong my whole life. Yeah. You know, it's it's like that aha moment where you can yeah. just like it's like yeah, you just fucking have a have a stem or two, right, a cap, right, right. and like see how it feels and go out. And it's like the re it all comes back to uh, balance and everything to me too. And then the, sure. Taken me this long to even look at what balance is. You know what I mean? And like now. Takes some people way longer. So you're ahead <laughs> so of the game. Hey, 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 Tucker said I'm out of the game. Of the game. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. But you know, when you see that bag and you're like, oh man, I, I gotta finish this so I don't do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's the reasoning we yeah, have as musicians. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if it's just musicians, but, but yeah. No, that's, that's, yeah. that's the reasoning yeah. right there. It's Absolutely. pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanna get back to uh, your day off yesterday, though. Sure. Because Sedona. Sedona is a place I'd never been to. I traveled through, mm -hmm. as you said, um, several times. You know, it's a, it's it's on it's on a route. Um, I just was there two weeks ago for the very first time, and I spent three days there with my wife. I found it amazing. Some yeah. of the stuff you just described with like that that peacefulness and it's stuff. Crazy. Like, uh, man, like we did an ATV tour, did a hike, and everything. Did you guys get to go to any of the energy vortexes that are out there? We didn't because we kind of. So we, we actually stayed in Flagstaff, and uh, our, okay. our tour manager Haley is from Arizona, and she was like, we gotta do this today. So we ended up like getting into the hotel around two, you know, like getting rooms or whatever. That's when we were able to check in, mm -hmm. and um, we rented a, a Sprinter, and we left it around three. So we kind of went late in the day, but um, these things were on, and I was getting recommendations from friends, like you gotta do these Vortex things, you gotta do this and that. Oh, yeah. And my whole goal was like, all right, I'm gonna go spend like 100 bucks on rocks. You know what I mean? Like I bought like crystals for my daughter, for yeah. my wife, and I was like, this, this is what I can, this is all I'm gonna get to, and I'm just right. gonna do that, and I'm gonna take mental pictures of the mountains and the sunset and, you know, have a chill day off. It's a great time of year, too. Yeah. Like, I, not like I'm a fucking expert, but this is what people would tell me when I show up there. Because they just got rain a few weeks ago. Yeah. So it's not pure desert. Green. There's, there's greenery yeah. everywhere. I was like, how is there green? You yeah. Know, like, oh, it fucking rained. I'm like, oh, no duh. On the drive from fucking Flagstaff, I was like, whoa, you guys got fucking pine trees? I was like, I had no idea about fucking pine trees. I didn't know they existed in Arizona. I'm and that's the craziest thing. We've been traveling in this country for 
20 plus years and seen all the states and there's still things that were going like, oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it I, makes me feel better you didn't know I too. just assumed everything was just burnt. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, like, wow, this is green. And, and, you know, I thought I was showing no up idea. to Mars. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, man, what fucking Pluto? What the yeah. fuck? You know what I mean? This That's is crazy. It, it, it's so cool. Like all the, all the green, like it's just, uh, I don't know about you, but I, me, and, me and the wife decided after this trip that we're going to try and make an annual trip out of that. And like that's, uh, that's something uh, that if you get back to it and have more time, I do recommend going to those energy vortices. I would love I'm sure to. all your friends have, have told you to. I would love to. Dude, I, I'll tell you, I'll show you a quick story on that real quick. We went up to one of the energy vortexes, met this very nice gentleman. I had no idea what his name was. I was looking at the map, me and the wife, and we're like, all right, where's the hike go? You know, they have those every, on the, yeah. all the trails, right? And it goes, and we were like, okay, it looks like it goes up here. And he's like, whoa, what are you looking for? It's a nice gentleman, older gentleman. And I was like, oh, we're looking for the blah, 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 energy vortex. I don't remember which one it was. There's several. And he's like, well, you know, you got to go this way. He starts explaining it. And then he pulls out this heart-shaped rock. He had a couple of them. He had a couple of them. And I was like, oh, no, here comes the spiel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he hands us these rocks and says these, like, a really nice seance or whatever about love and peace and stuff. And I was like, how much money are you going to ask me for? Right. Buddy? He didn't ask for anything. Just went yeah. about his thing. And I was like, all right, rad. Fast forward about half an hour later, we're up at the energy vortex. Lo and behold, this guy comes up from behind us, goes walk up, goes to the very peak of the energy vortex, climbs up the top, sits down and like helps a couple other people up there, pulls out a fucking flute. I shit you not. And everyone goes dead silent and the dude starts playing like this old tribal style wow. flute stuff. And it was like this very peaceful... It wasn't what I was expecting at all, obviously. Can't make this shit up. No. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? And I just, me and the wife just stood there in silence for a minute. She got a little tear, teared up, honestly. Oh, wow. And we were like, because you're just out on the top of yeah. this canyon, you know, and this dude is playing like this. A fucking shaman flautist. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. This guy who just, get, and I still the fucking, I held on to that fucking heart-shaped rock. Yeah, like, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that guy owns a computer or has even seen or read a podcast <laughs> or listened to a podcast, but uh, if you are, thank you, buddy. Yeah, you made a difference here. <laughs> That's crazy. It was because so wild. you're right. Like when somebody whips out uh, the rock, you know, you're, you're like, all right, so. Isn't that sad? If I don't though? take, if I don't buy this, I'm going to get bad energy. You know right. what I mean? But yeah. if he's just giving it out, like, out of the goodness of his heart, and he's going to go stand on top of a peak and play the flute yeah. and make your wife cry, that's kind of amazing. It's a, just, a be- that's just a beautiful human being, yeah. right? And, like, and it's sad that, I, that that was my first thought. I totally. felt guilty immediately after that, you know? I was sure, like, sure. But, like, it's just, it's sad that that's, but I think that's most people's reaction, 100%. probably. You 100%. Know? That, when you said that, I was like, oh, no, here it goes. Yeah. How much did he have to spend on that rock? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it was nothing. Like at, at that point, I almost wanted to give him something. Totally. <laughs> I was like, what can yeah. I give you back? Like Clearly, mon- monetarily, you don't care. What can I give this guy back? You yeah. know? Like, this is, it, was, it, was, it was a really beautiful place. And that just kind of summed up the entire trip for us. That's why I bring it up. It's like that yeah. Sedona thing. I couldn't imagine how that would be. Wish you had more time, to be honest. Totally. that's like, that recharge in the middle of a tour would be so fucking sick. It was so cool, man, just walking around and, and, you know, there's a lot of tourists there, but everybody's kind of going through the same thing because you're, like, literally looking at what, like, the planet. You know what I mean? You're just like, these mountains came out of nowhere. They're insanely beautiful. You know, there's so many deadly things out in that 
you know, land. So I'm glad to be here where I can see it from afar. And, yeah. you know, you're watching helicopters go by because people are going on tours, but it's still peaceful. It's still like, you, you don't feel like you're in Times Square. Oh, no. You know what I mean? So you guys were, uh, were you buying the crystals and rocks? Were you like uh, in that downtown uh, strip yeah. right there? That's yeah. the canyons, right? Mm-hmm. So in that canyon right down there, there's a hotel. That's where we were staying. And then, uh, so the, the restaurants that are on, on either side there, did you, which restaurant did you go to? So we went to, uh, there's this pizza place that's right outside of the downtown called, I forget what it's called, but uh, it's a chain, but they have like a, ve- a whole plant-based vegan menu. So oh, okay. we had to, you know, when you're rolling large like that, you got to accommodate the, the entire. Say they area. had both. They had both. Okay, yeah. cool, yeah, yeah. So, Are uh, you uh, vegan and, and gluten-free and all that fun I, stuff? I've been vegetarian for 32 years. Oh, wow. But I eat primarily vegan. Okay. But I, you know, ever since I was younger, I always wanted to be able to not be the annoying person in the room. Not that vegans are annoying, I'm not saying that at right, all. I'm right, just right. saying for me personally, being like, oh, I can't eat that. Can you create something else for me? Right, right, I didn't, right. I, I, That's not my vibe, you know what I mean? I got so you. It's like, if I have well, to eat cheese, I will, you know what I mean? If I have to. Yeah, but you're gonna yeah. try as, as, I'm gonna as much. I'm try as much as, as possible. Right, right, right. And I think I just figured out why he's 43 and looks younger than me. I am not, I am not a vegetarian. <laughs> I did do uh, pescatarian for like a year. I, I, I was okay with that. I'm not even okay with it. I, I was seeing the benefits and I wanted to do that. And like, man, it's just, once you get in that, it's another one of those things. Once you get in the habit, it's hard to break it. It really is. And I, and I think that people should eat how they feel best. You know right. what I mean? So it's like, I don't look down and on people that- different too. Yeah, they're, yeah. Their, their insides are it's fucking different. different yeah. I mean, I, I've been vegetarian at least for so long that I remember eating foods that literally taste like cardboard boxes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. oh, dude. being on tour and eating like hot dog buns with mustard in it. Tough. It was crazy. Yeah. But you know, that's just, I, I just feel like that's how I'm supposed to eat. You know, mm-hmm. that's just how I feel best. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm also, I got this fucking weird textural thing. Like chewing on meat for me when I was a kid was. That's good. I wish I had that aversion. Yeah. I couldn't. In hindsight, I know a lot of people with that aversion. I'm yeah. just like, man, I wish I had that aversion. Yeah. And I didn't know that that was the aversion. Yeah. I was just like, when, I, when my mom would make like filet mignon, I would have to, she would have to cut it in like perfect squares for me. And it wasn't just being an OCD drummer? No, no, no. It wasn't. You would think. <laughs> and I would douse it in A1 steak sauce. So literally all I was eating was like a meat cube with A1 steak sauce. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right, yeah. I make steak for, for the family. My son loves it. It's like his favorite thing. I'm like, uh-oh. But like, uh, <laughs> like he, it's his favorite food. He won't eat pizza, but he loves steak. But my wife will make it, and I'll make it the way me and my son like it. And then my wife's like, she'll go throw it in the microwave and cook it a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being a chef and adding, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the patrons adding salt. To the yeah, you're like, you're like why, why, why did I bother? Yeah. Did I bother? <laughs> well, man, I'm going to let you get back to your day. I know you got a show tonight. I just want to thank you so much for being yeah, here. There's dude. so much more we could have got into. I expect uh, we will very soon. Absolutely. Um, we, all, uh, we got each other's numbers now, so we'll be yeah. doing a phone call. Hopefully we can get that scheduled when we release this episode. For everyone at home, uh, make sure you guys are also... Instead of just being right here on YouTube, go follow us um, on the podcast platforms as well. I'll be making a phone call back to Tucker. Um, that's, there's a lot of other stuff that we have there, so it's audio only. Make sure you go fucking follow the podcast, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> but I appreciate you guys being here today, too. Appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me, dude. Yeah, man. Sure. Uh, and that's it for today. Until next time, cheers. And that'll just about do it for this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny. Thanks to Tucker for being on the show. Thanks to you guys for listening. It was an absolute pleasure to uh, get this episode together for you guys and with Tucker. 
Um, as we said right there, too, we will be doing a follow-up call with Tucker, I believe, uh, later on this week. Maybe Thursday. Maybe a Thanksgiving uh, phone call. Let's see what we, <laughs> what, uh, what his schedule is like. I'll be uh, texting him in a little bit. But, yeah, it was a, a great chat. and we So much more we could get into, and that's why we're going to definitely make sure I get a, a follow-up with him of some kind. Uh, I mean, even as I was, we were wrapping up this episode, um, you know, I learned a little bit more as, as we were saying our goodbyes, inf- uh, including the fact that he's actually a Raiders fan. And I'm like, yes, so I, there is another one of us out there. <laughs> uh, so it was really fun to uh, talk to him a little bit about that way. Uh, obviously, we'll be talking about how they celebrated Halloween, and uh, he's a big Halloween fan as well. So, you know, uh, there's a lot of stuff that we have in common that we'll be sure to hit up on that follow-up. Again, make sure you guys go follow uh, Tucker and Drinks with Johnny everywhere if you haven't already. And until next time, as always, cheers. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind, uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little a little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick, and usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work, but we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that, that uh, has impacted your life. Uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers. Think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot, and listen to Axe Grind Podcast. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard.